good morning and thank you guys for joining us again on another episode of the fight club podcast here at the community church i am deshaun thompson here with my man javi sanchez yes sir yes hey, sir uh fish couldn't be with us this morning had a very important meeting and uh and we pray God is is with him wherever he is. And so, man, just thank you guys again for joining us today, man. We have a very, very uh, good topic to share in our fight club, man. The last session of fight club was phenomenal, man. It was it was good stuff. Like always. Yeah. Like always. Yeah, it, it was great. And um, the title and the topic of this was no more sifting through the rubble. I mean, it was it was super cool. I uh, just want to give a quick shout out to uh, our our student pastor, Chad, Chad Thompson, uh, you know, had a youth retreat this past weekend. Oh, yeah. Over 50 something youth attended out at Camp Hopewell here in Oxford, man. And I tell you, it was it was great. It was yeah. beautiful to see those kids worship and to be you around each other. I was there. Yeah. I had to speak uh, Friday night and Saturday night, man. And so, yeah. man, it was it was great. Great deal, man. I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed being there. Tired, you know, climbing those hills and walking <laughs> those trails, man. You know, I was, was kind of beat at the end of it. It was a little cold, too, wasn't it? Yeah, it was pretty chilly, yeah. you know, but thankfully we were in a location where we could, you know, build fires and, and all yeah. that. So it was it was pretty cool. It was good to good to actually get to do something in the middle well i say in the middle i think we're reaching the end of this pandemic <laughs> hopefully, but hey, yeah, hopefully hopefully we are but man uh just to get a sense of normalcy you know yeah. it, was, it was pretty cool to hang out with the kids man yeah. so to be able to minister to them in a in another environment other than a wednesday night or a sunday morning and stuff right so you know so it was it was pretty cool but man back on topic uh yeah. just want to give a a big thank you to all of you guys who have listened to the podcast thus far. Uh, we enjoy your feedback. We yeah. enjoy, you know, that, you know, you enjoy the podcast. Again, we yeah. are not professionals. We are not yeah. perfect. We make mistakes and we welcome the feedback. Yeah. Because with, you know, with feedback, you know, it helps us get better at what we're trying to do. And that's just reach as many people as we possibly can. Hey man, we're just grateful. It's just another opportunity that we have to share the message of Jesus. And, and sometimes we think that we're serving someone by, by sharing or by, by talking, by having a Bible study like this one or, but in reality is that we're also helping and, and feeding ourselves, you know, through this, because God is talking to all of us and and through this Bible study he just talks to to all of our we were just talking about a minute ago before we hear record like in all of our areas and he's just ministering to it I want to thank you though because I um I had a little language barrier in there right and I needed a, some clarification mm -hmm. what exactly sifting and and uh rubble yeah. was it rubble uh -huh. rubble yeah what rubble means so now I feel like man like that that makes a lot of sense yeah. what the what the bible study was about last yeah. week so um when so by the time you hear this one our next fight club will be the following monday right yes which is november no, 9th november 9th okay so november 9th six o'clock at the church office, uh, 60A Highway 334 here in Oxford, Mississippi. You can join us in person. Um, we don't know what what uh, what you're gonna feed us. What are you gonna feed oh, us? Yeah, in? we have uh, one of the young men 
that comes to Fight Club, uh-huh. uh, him, him, a friend of his, and his dad will be frying fish for us. Nice. So that is something he wanted to do to kind of get his father involved in, in cool. Fight Club. So That's man, awesome. it'll be it'll be cool, man. And so man, I'm just blown away by the response of Fight Club. You know, the men in Fight Club, and man, it is just amazing to see them open up and start to do things that at one time they were too un- <laughs> it was too uncomfortable for them to do but now feel the confidence and the assurance that hey i can do this if that if that makes sense so i mean it, it's just been fun and also by the time you hear this man we want our brother jake uh, who's a part of our fight club to know that we love him you know jake lost his father and uh we're praying for him and yeah. and he is well loved by us and um you know we feel your pain we feel your hurt and we're in this thing with you you are not alone man we love you and we are here for you so mm-hmm. yeah but when we think about sifting through the rubble rubble i'm sorry for that mispronunciation you sound like me now <laughs> <laughs> when we think about sifting through the rubble and uh, one of the first illustrations dr evans used was uh, the implosion of a building you know, he asked the question, have you ever seen a building implode or imploded or however you say it? You know, when you think about it, you do that in order that you can um, remove the rubble or remove the 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 carnage, so to speak. So something can be built in this place. But in order for that to happen, we have to acknowledge that something has been destroyed or demolished, if that makes sense. And so one of the questions he asked in the book is in what ways can failure contribute to greater success in the future? And and my thought and my response to that question is first, you have to acknowledge and accept and admit that failure. Because as long as you're trying to hide it and deny it, then nothing is going to happen. It's not going to be rebuilt. You know, you will forever have that. Um have that failure and failure and the effects of it if it's never acknowledged. Does that make sense? There were some great points on to that that uh, he shared that uh, he said, a lot of men are praying, God, do something with me, change me, rebuild me, reuse me, when they're not willing to confront their sin before Christ who's offering them another chance, mm. kind of like what you just say. Amen. Like it is important to admit to come before him and with our sin and be like we i i need you to rebuild me another thing that he 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 said that is so true is god is a master rebuilder and he wants to do the master rebuilding in your life because he wants to see you become what he created you to be amen amen and and i and i know that there are a lot of men that feel yes i've failed I've made a mess, I've screwed up, I've messed up, man, and I don't know where to go from here. You know, God has taken his hands off me or or something like that, man. But this comment, it, it really stands out to me. Dr. Evans says, God will give you as many chances as you're willing to take advantage of. 
And that to me, that that is that is so amazing to know that we have a God with patience long enough <laughs> that loves us enough that would give us as many chances as we need to get it. That's the gospel. That's grace. That's grace. Man. That's that grace. Is, that is grace. And, and I'm forever grateful that that God has given me as many chances as, you know, that he's given me, because I tell you. There was a couple of times I'm like, man, this is it. I'm done. Because <laughs> yeah. if it was up to us, like really, seriously, like how many times after somebody offends you or somebody like wrongs you, how many, like, what's the limit for you to be like, you know what? That's it. Like, I don't want you anymore. But God is saying like, hey, I'm willing to, I'm willing to give you another opportunity, yeah. another chance like unto you, like as many as you want, as many as you need, and we need to come before him. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, and just to be honest, me personally, it only takes a few. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you know, and and I pray God deals with my heart in that. But you know, at at some point, man, you know, I, I guess it's the old adage: fool me once, you know. Shame on you, fool yeah. me twice, shame on me. You know, you do it a third time, so I'm going, <laughs> nah, I'm yeah. just kidding. But man, it's, um, I think it's necessary that we acknowledge our faults, acknowledge mm -hmm. our failures, and then move to the next step, which is rebuilding. But yeah. here's the beautiful part of the rebuilding stage. It's not us doing the rebuilding. Correct. It's God. You just read it. He's the master builder. You know, we we take the carnage, we take the rubble, we take all of that junk, all of the the destruction that was left in that failure. And we turn it over to God and we watch him rebuild, mm -hmm. you know. But let me ask you this question. Does that mean we sit back and do nothing? Can you say that statement before that question? If we give everything over to God, mm -hmm. all the the carnage, the everything left in the wake of the failure, you know, the the relationship, the the family, the whatever. If we turn all of that over to God for him to fix it, for him to rebuild it, what is left for us to do? Do we sit back and do nothing? Do we sit back and watch? I mean, I think he doesn't need us to work, but I think off of gratitude off of you try to seek him seek him and get closer to him and serve him in a way that he wants you to I also I'm also thinking about uh, the parable where he talks where he talks about laying the seed in, in the um on earth and yeah. just how to the parable of the soul. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and how we have to I guess prepare our hearts mm -hmm. for that. Yeah. I don't know if I'm wrong or right, but on your on your on that answer for your question, <laughs> but like I mean I've I don't think we just sit back and right. and, and do nothing. And, and that's me. I, I think we put all of our energy and effort into getting to know him better, getting close to him, growing in him. Uh, while he repairs that relationship and our focus is on is on him, you know, he uh, he builds up, you know, he redirects, he reconstructs, you know, because we are now putting him as priority, as focus. And I, like I mentioned in the last episode about Nehemiah, 
you know, Nehemiah was able to do in such a short amount of time, you know, what had been done in over 141 years because he put God first, you know, in the rebuilding stage, when we put God first, then he would lead, he would direct and he will, he will rebuild, you know, he would give us the direction and the necessary tools and instructions we need, you know, to, to rebuild what has been torn down. Amen. I mean, I, I mean, I like, I like when he said in here, he said, uh, that, uh, that we are dependent on him. It's kind of what you just said. Like we, we are never, we are never to be independent from him. Mm. Like if we're depending on him, like he's going to be the one that is going to rebuild. He's going to be the one that is going to reuse. He's going to be the one that is going to lift us up. Mm -hmm. I love I love the uh, the title no 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 more sifting because we sometimes we we tend to look back into our flaws into our mm. into our mistakes that we make in the past and then just trying to just being there you know and 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 he's saying he's saying get out of the way yeah <laughs> let me do the work right. Right. You kind of right. that's that's kind of the message that I'm getting from from him. I mean, from God in in this specific. <clears throat> sorry, in this specific uh, yeah. session. And, and and when you think about failure, you you think about major things that happen, and and for a lot of us, it may not be something very dramatic or traumatic or or that something that seems major that God has to rebuild or repair. It it could just be our rejection of him. Mm. Like in the story he used with Peter. Yeah. You know, uh, he told Peter, you know, Peter was the one that was on fire for Christ. He was the one that was like, Hey, I'm with you till the day I die. You know, Peter said, basically said, I'm your ride or die, you know, but, but Jesus said, by the time the cock, the cock crows three times, by the time the rooster crows three times, you will have denied me. Three times, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and and it was interesting the way Doctor Evans and I may have misstated that he didn't say the the rooster crows three times. He said by the time the cock crows, the mm-hmm. rooster crows, you would have denied me three times. Just want to clarify that. Yeah. But and he he made the parallel of when Peter was denying Christ, he was warming his hands over a charcoal fire, you know, and then. And this particular passage, passage in John uh, two, uh, John twenty one, uh, when it says Jesus fixed them breakfast over a charcoal fire, you know, and it was proved it was pretty cool how he tied that back to um, the place where where Peter denied him was essentially the place where he restored Peter you know, over the charcoal, over the charcoal fire and all that. And, that. and to me, that was pretty, that was pretty cool. You know, and I think a lot of times we are like Peter, we're so boastful in our relationship with Christ that, that we feel we are strong enough to handle any and everything on us, you know, ourselves that come our way. But then when we're faced with it, we deny him, you know, we choose everything other than him, you know, but just like Peter was restored, we can be restored as well. Amen. So, amen. I just thought that was that was pretty cool how yeah. he uh, tied all that in. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We uh, 
I sh- we we uh, we were talking before we hear record about this. Like wh- it was so cool to hear some of these guys' testimonies mm. on mon- last Monday mm, about how uh, God has has um, where He has brought them from. Yeah, like th- what He has been doing recently in their lives, and all these stories of redemption and and changing, and how they used to be completely different people, and how their their priorities were in completely different mm. place, and how they they admit now that they needed Jesus, and that that's all they needed, and that that's that's who fulfills their lives. And it's just like, man, that's so cool to hear, and. And it's so good to hear because it's like you're recharging your batteries off of that. You're like, man, that's God. I love this. God is still in the business of, of rebuilding. Amen. God is still in the business of saving. You know, mm. it's so awesome. He's the same that he was before, the same that is right now, and the same that will be in the, in our future is the Alpha and Omega, yeah. beginning and the end. And it's just, it's just awesome. And um, going into that, when I was listening to all the stories, I shared this, and uh, if you let me, I'm gonna share it here too, because I yeah. think it'll be cool to. Some people may may um, may have similar story than I do. I met Christ when I was ten, ten years old, and um, for the longest time. Now I'm thirty. Mm-hmm. For the longest, I uh, I've always hear this testimonies right of life changing experiences and how God like just completely changed their lives and how they used to be like these dramatic changes, like how they used to be drug addicts, for Mm. example, or alcoholics, or like just like not, not very good people (laughs) and how God changed them. And I was like, man, I don't have that. I don't have that story. Mm. I don't have that powerful testimony. I don't have that. Cause as a 10 year old, I mean, I, I, I mean, I was just a kid, you know. Like, I, I wasn't that bad of a kid, I, yeah. according to my standards. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it wasn't until later in the years I realized that uh, I really, the gospel really clicked on me. Mm. I guess that I realized, man, I was, I was still a sinner. Yeah. I was still a sinner, and I and I needed Jesus and. And I'm grateful for that. And mm. when we, when we are able to admit that, man, it just grabs a complete different meaning. The yeah. gospel takes like becomes life, right. like becomes right. alive. In that we, we needed Jesus mm. from the beginning, right. from the beginning, from the very get go. Like we needed him because Scripture says that we deserve death, right? And he came to give us life, mm. and it's just, it's just awesome and what you just said right now like you said it just from the fact that uh rejection mm. like just from rejecting him like we're not like i don't like you know you know what i'm trying yeah. to say like like if we should reject him it's as bad it's as bad as having that exactly bad life that exactly. we that some other people mm-hmm. have experienced yeah it's Awesome. Yeah. And and I think we um have to realize that it, it is when you come to the realization that as you just mentioned and stated that we deserve death regardless of how good you think you are. 
regardless as this past weekend we taught on the parable of the the rich young ruler the story of the, the rich young ruler you know he was confident in himself about having kept the law you know but then she, Jesus gave him some instruction that dealt with his heart and because Jesus knew his heart and Jesus gave him the instruction that dealt with his heart the young man couldn't accept it and he turns and he walks away you know and just because you hadn't dealt with drugs alcohol or something like that if that's not your story that's great that's great it doesn't mean you don't have a story you know but the question remains or the question to be asked is is there something internally that god has uh, shown you about yourself that you didn't like and then he showed you what you needed to do or what was required did you accept it or did you reject it you know when when you look at it from that aspect man we all have a story we all have a story, whether it's dramatic, whether it is outwardly focused, you know, our actions or whether it's internally focused, our mindset or the issues with our heart. We all have a story. We all have something in our life that has been destroyed and needs to be rebuilt. And that's our relationship with Christ because we are born sinners. That's our relationship with God, the father, God, the son. God, the Holy Spirit, we are born sinners, regardless how good you think you are. Doesn't matter if you committed murder, adultery or told a lie. <laughs> it does not matter. We all have an issue with sin because we are born with it. And in order in order for that to be rebuilt, we need Jesus. We yeah. have to accept him. So, Amen. We need to. And I hope we that wasn't to. too no, that was, far fetched or no. too out of, you know, no. I think so. I I agree with it a hundred percent. It was just, it was just such a good, uh, such a good reminder of God's grace. Yes, you know, through mm -hmm. this this past um, session, um, just a good, just a good reminder of uh, of of the gospel and like yeah. like, I just love how. Uh, every every session that we have it ties with each other mm -hmm. and then at the same time it's a complete it's a completely fresh yeah. message yeah. that it's like wow like i needed to hear this mm. or i needed like because the story of peter like i for, or like was one of my favorite stories that that specific one like the story of redemption and and yeah. and, and you know but like just the way that illustration with the char charcoal and stuff like that is just a fr fresh yeah. yeah and i think message the point that ne i'm sorry i You're got good. too close i think the point that needs to be brought out is that it wasn't until till peter found humility that he was able to be restored does that make sense he 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 had to humble himself he had to find humility in order to be restored. And so, men, if we've if we've messed up, if we've failed, if we've done something that has caused uh, or left behind some carnage or what have you in relationships or, or or whatever the case may be, we have to humble ourselves 
admit our flaws, admit our failures, accept it, and then turn it over to God. Allow him to rebuild. We have to lose the pride. You know, we, we have to be stop being so prideful of saying, you know, well, I got this or well, um, I don't need any help or anything like that. But but man, we, we have to find humility in the fact that, OK, yeah, I've screwed up. I've messed up. God, I can't fix this. Only you can. Here it is. My focus now is getting closer to you. My focus now is loving the people you've put in my life. My focus now is modeling the love of Christ, you know, to the people around me, to the people I come in contact with, man. So, man, and uh, and, and that's the direction we have to go. It's it's awesome. One of the uh, well, actually, the last question that we touched on, and I think it would be cool to touch on a little bit this uh, on this episode is what are some hindrances that prevent men from accepting Jesus call to restoration and rebuilding after they fail? Pride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're cheating. You read it. <laughs> no, but I mean, in all honesty, like that's, that's, that's what it is, you know, pride. And I also, I'm also, I'm, I don't want to say that I'm adding to it, but I just yeah. think about shame. Mm. Like you feel not worthy, yeah, not worthy, and then then you're just like, ah, I just can't accept that, yeah, you know. Yeah. But it's and pride God wants all that. Mm-hmm. He wants your shame. He wants your hurt. He wants your guilt. He wants your pride. He wants to take all of that and flip it around and rebuild it into something special. He wants that. So he says. It says that. Um, it says here that false sense of pride and a spirit of self-sufficiency. We are we are service killers of future ministry. They are the surest they surest are. killers they of are. future ministry. Yep. Yep. Like when we think that we're we're dependent, that we can have it on our own, or that we can do it on our own. Lies. Exactly. <laughs> Straight lies. Lies from the pit of hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it it we we lie to ourselves when we think we can handle this. Mm. When we think we don't need God, you know, when we think we, and and to, and honestly, I feel that that's a sense of idolatry because we are now worshiping the created versus the Creator. So, but yeah, man, it's been some good stuff, brother. It's good, man. It's good. I mean, I th- I think God is God is faithful. God is great, and it just reminds us once again yeah what he's willing to do in our lives if we let him do it right you know right right as long as we serve and worship idols and that those idols can be i don't know our jobs our homes our relationships you know our spouses our kids you know the money we have you know the position we have you know uh if we worship anything other than god then that's an idol, you know, and, and man, it is so crazy that here in America, we have even a TV show called American Idol. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, That's true. And, and we have so many idols in this country that we worship and, and we cannot see how far we are getting away from God when we worship these idols. You know, it is an election year. You know, election is coming up and 
Hey, by the time this by the time this episode comes out, we will have either. It was last night. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. We will see, man. But here's the thing. Like I mentioned to you earlier, you know, if America wants to be great, I mean, Donald Trump can't do it. Joe Biden can't do it. Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, you know, cannot do it. If this country wants to be great, we have to turn to God. Amen, brother. We have to seek him. A hundred percent. If we are not seeking him, then we forget about this country being great. I don't care. I mean, if that offended you, then, oh, well, pick up your Bible and read it. Because if we continue to pull away from God, God will continue to remove his hands and we will suffer the consequences of us not being in fellowship with him. And I think that's where we are. We have worshipped far too many idols and we have allowed ourselves to become so distracted by things that's fleeting, that's becoming less and less each and every day. I don't care how pretty a flower is at some point, the leaves or the petals will wither away. That's true. You know, I don't care how beautiful it is at some point, the the petals will will wither away. So, man, I just want to say again. Turn back to God. Turn to God. Let's Don't be let, kingdom focused. Be kingdom minded, kingdom focused. And man, and, and again, if Christ could change the world with 12, <laughs> what can we do with the 28 to 30 people that listen to this podcast? You know? <laughs> <laughs> if we are kingdom focused, you know, and our hearts are are focused on serving him and living for him. So, man, it's uh, yeah. good stuff, brother. Good stuff, man. I appreciate hey. the time, man. Yeah, same, same. I we wanna we wanna invite you to uh, share this podcast. I yeah. mean, share this episode. I think is is not because Sean, with all his wisdom, shared with us this morning, but it's no because wisdom, it's it's it's. <laughs> It's just good, good stuff that maybe some of our friends, some of our closer ones yeah. need to hear, you know, the Jesus message. And um, we encourage you to do that if you feel led to do that. Yeah. And um, just thank you for, for uh, listening to another podcast episode of the Fight Club. Well, thank you for listening to another <laughs> episode of the Fight Club podcast. Amen. Amen. And don't forget November 9th. And November 30th, our last two fight clubs. Uh, yes, we chose the 30th because the second Monday we would do it followed on the Monday before Thanksgiving. And we want to give you that entire week to, to spend with your family. And so we're going to do the last Monday in the month. So November 9th, which is next Monday, and November the 30th, our last two fight clubs. Man, we are praying about which way to go next. I don't know. I kind of want to go back through this one, but <laughs> we'll we'll see. We'll see, man. But uh, thank you guys again for joining us. And we pray you guys have a great week. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Adios. See you.